Erectile function got you down? Scientists say a spider bite could be all it takes. A Southern Baptist convention expelled a church after the pastor performed in blackface. And a dead woman was propped up to look alive for her family at a hospital. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the vast universe, and the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet that we know of. Erectile dysfunction got you down? Well, scientists say a spider bite could be all that it takes to cure you. It's the sound of peen. Excuse me, science. It's the sound of science, not the sound of penis. We have researchers in Brazil investigating whether spider venom could help treat erectile dysfunction. Just what I need, a boner... And I'm swinging from building to building. Isn't that the way to do it? That's a that's a Spider-Man reference, guys, because he was bit by a toxic spider of some sort. So we have here in the story, the star of our story is a banana spider. I've covered this spider before. Uh, I forget when and why. Something about a man complaining about the the long duration of his erection that he had from being bit by a spider, and he nearly died, apparently. Well, the, the science has picked up on this because whenever they hear something in nature that could help us increase our sexual potency, they usually jump on top of it and they try to profit from it. Um, this banana spider's bite is known to cause painful, prolonged erections, they say, and scientists are using its venom to develop a synthetic molecule. Brazilian researchers began studying this curious side effect three decades ago. But why? Why? Well, according to Marsha, who's a researcher, she said they saw that patients who came to the clinic who had been bitten by this spider presented a characteristic symptom, which was something called priapism, which is a painful and prolonged erection. The molecule within this spider triggers the release of nitric oxide, a chemical essential for erections as it increases blood circulation and allows blood vessels to widen. Nah, she goes on to say this research could be especially important for men who have had their prostate removed. There is a great resistance, she says, among men to undergo radical prostate surgery, for example, in the case of cancer, because this leads to eventual erectile dysfunction. And in this case, as the peptides are active in men who have had their prostate removed, it can further enable early cancer treatment. And they say erectile dysfunction affects tens of millions of men around the world, sadly. Uh, but isn't it way easier to just swallow a blue pill than to get bit by a spider? I would think just take the pill. I, w I think, guys, we've already solved this problem, didn't we? I mean, there's a pill. There's multiple pills. I'm hearing commercials for pills. There's a company now that advertises on all sorts of podcasts that I listen to called Hymns, And, you know, they don't sponsor this one, but... Apparently, they they can make your hair grow back, and they can help you with ED and other issues that men have these days. Many men are affected by these dysfunctions, but we've already figured it out, I think. I don't think we need to bring a spider into the equation. I, I don't find it a very sexy thing to say to your partner, Hey, give me a second, honey. I need to let the spider bite my penis so we can get down to business. <laughs> A Baptist 
church has been expelled after the pastor performed in blackface. The Southern Baptist Convention expelled an Oklahoma church from its membership on Tuesday. This is after pictures and video resurfaced, which show their pastor impersonating late singer Ray Charles in blackface at a talent show at the church. The committee is stating that the Matoka Baptist Church in Ochilada, Oklahoma, be deemed not in friendly cooperation with the convention after this church failed to cooperate in resolving concerns regarding discriminatory behavior on the basis of ethnicity. This all centers around Matoka Baptist's pastor, Sherman Jacques. He posted a video on his Facebook page back in 2017 showing himself impersonating Ray Charles, who is a legendary black musician, at a talent show. Sherman is dressed in full blackface during his performance with wig and dark makeup covering his face, neck, and hands. Uh, in case you don't know, blackface is a practice that began about 200 years ago when white performers painted their faces black using polish and cork. They put on tattered clothing and exaggerated their features to mock black people. The practice is widely considered racist and offensive these days, and it will get you canceled. And it sounds like uh, not only are they canceling this pastor, they're canceling the entire church. <laughs> they're like, you're canceled, church. I've never heard of a church being canceled. Uh, I'd like to see more churches canceled, to be honest with you. We could start with Scientology. That'd be amazing. Um, you know, it's it's hard to excuse this behavior. I mean, in contemporary culture, no one can really claim in the U.S. an ignorance of blackface scandals. I mean, even in 2017, it's a few years ago, but no one can claim ignorance unless you're a baby, <laughs> unless you were just born. Nobody in the U.S. can claim that they don't know this is not okay, especially to put on video and put on social media. Are you okay? Now, it says here, as a result of the expulsion, this church will no longer be able to seat voting delegates to the Southern Baptist Convention or give donations through the organization's cooperative program. Pastor Jacques told the media he had no comment regarding his 2017 actions or the convention's decisions to expel him and the church. But uh, then he apparently gave a quote to the Baptist press, which is a prominent news outlet for Southern Baptists, saying that he's not racist. He denies there was anything derogatory about his impersonation of Ray Charles. He says, quote, my whole life's work, I've worked with multiple different types of racial people. I don't have a racial bone in my entire body. He told the press that his face was not black, but the flash on the camera made it appear to be black. It was only brown. <laughs> I wasn't doing black face, guys. It was brown face. Come on. I, I thought I know black face is not OK. Brown face, though. Come on. It's OK. Right. Brown face. <laughs> the pastor added. I don't get offended when black people play a part in a movie or a comedy act and they act like a different race. Dude, just stop. <laughs> this guy's just digging deeper and deeper. <laughs> he says, quote, I know my heart. I didn't have anything hateful or derogatory toward any race. I never have. And that might be true, um, but you still did something pretty stupid at the end of the day. You know, you could claim ignorance, but I don't know how. And I got to give kudos to the Southern Baptist Convention for stepping up and expelling the church. Uh, it's nice to see the Southern Baptist Convention acknowledging forms of racism. This seems like something new.
not something they would have done many, many years ago, as at one point they uh, supported slavery, from my understanding. So this is, it's nice to see values that are progressing in places like this. And sadly, it's, you know, not nice to see people still doing the blackface uh, in the 21st century. That's, uh, I mean, do we have to send another memo, guys? So we are, we all aware. <laughs> so if you don't know how to act in the world, listen to Weird AF News. You'll pick it up after a while. Yay! A hospital is accused of posing a dead patient to look alive for her family. Doctors at a hospital in Ohio have been accused of propping up a dead patient to make her appear as though she's alive, even though she had died hours earlier during a routine surgery. The patient was an unidentified 65-year-old woman who had been in good health before she underwent surgery at Adena Health System in Chillicothe, Ohio. The woman's family is suing the hospital over discrepancies between her death certificate and hospital records concerning the time of her actual death. Her records insist that she died at 1 p.m. local time, but her death certificate lists her death as two hours later at 3.05 p.m. The later time was when family members say they were brought into her room and shown the woman's body. Allegedly, the body was propped up to appear as though she was still alive. The family is demanding to know the truth behind her death and why she was allegedly made to appear alive when they visited her. But I mean, it's pretty obvious why they made her appear alive when you visited. They just totally screwed up. They killed her during a routine surgery and they were freaking out. The family's on the way. They're like, what do we do? Someone in the in the room was like, you guys have seen Weekend at Bernie's, right? All right, well, let's put some sunglasses on her and prop her up. Someone put a drink in her hand. The article goes on to say uh, Dr. Jared Betts is the cardiologist who allegedly performed the operation on the woman. Dr. Betts has reportedly faced previous scrutiny in the past for screwing up certain things. You know, it raises the question, why is Dr. Betts still employed at the hospital? But, I mean, we're in a situation now where hospitals are very much understaffed. It's difficult to find doctors. It's difficult to find nurses. And so you're going to get doctors who have a questionable background being allowed to still do their duty at the hospital. And then the fallout of that is you're going to have some casualties. And it's very unfortunate. And then in this instance, you have then following the screw up doctors acting like complete morons by propping the lady up, thinking that this is the solution because we're dealing with morons here at the end of the day. You think doctors are smarter than you or me? No, no, not the case, guys, at all. These are idiots. There's idiots in every profession, even people that have gone to college for 10 years, still dummies, man, still dummies. I've had interactions with these doctors ridiculous. I had a situation where they put a camera down my stomach to find out what was going on. This was uh, prior to me being told that I have uh, what's called, oh, hold on a second. Oh, I had to look it up because I forgot. A hiatal hernia, which is a contributor to my acid reflux. But uh, they took a lot of photos of my stomach. They gave me a folder when I left the hospital a few hours later. I took it home. Inside were photos of the inside of my stomach. I took that home with me. There was no explanation. They just handed that to me. I thought that was totally normal. My follow-up appointment with the doctor two weeks later, I brought the photos. He said, where did you get these photos? I said, they gave them to me at the hospital. He said, they were not supposed to give you these photos. <laughs> oh, oh, they weren't? Yeah, because they're stupid. <laughs> 
and let me tell you something. Me having pictures of the inside of my stomach before I knew what was going on with me was not a good move. Uh, I was scrutinizing these photos for days, for days. I'm Googling photos of the interior of stomachs. I'm Googling, like, what's a healthy inside stomach look like? What's an unhealthy inside of the stomach look like? I was trying to diagnose myself based on these pictures that I was given is what I'm saying. And that's not what I should have been doing. Uh, turns out there wasn't anything wrong with my stomach. It was the, you know, the top of my stomach was the issue. What's that called? That little opening there. Anyways, I digest. Pun intended. You got to be careful about these doctors is what I'm saying. And uh, you can actually find Yelp reviews of doctors. I've written a, a negative Yelp review on a, one particular doctor. I hardly ever go on line and write bad reviews, but this guy, it wasn't the one from, my, from, from that particular hospital visit. It was a different doctor a few years later. This guy, I mean, we're dealing with just jerks and or dummies in, in half of the situations, I'd say, and that's probably be me being generous. Anyways, be careful out there, guys. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to uh, get medical treatment because I'm not a doctor and I don't want to be held liable, nor do I want Weird AF News to be held liable because I could be sued. And as you know, Weird AF News is worth a whopping $1.9,000. I love all of you. That's why I record the news every day in my closet to cure your blues. If you can tell me what song I'm parodying there, I would be very impressed by you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for spending a little time with Weird AF News and your friend Jonesy. I appreciate it. Today is Thursday, which means tomorrow is Friday, and we're going to only be doing weird news from Florida. So if you come across any weird Florida news, feel free to just deliver it to Jonesy. Uh, you can email me articles to funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can slide them into my DMs at funnyjones on Instagram as well. Or you can deliver them to my home. I'll give you my address. Just, uh, just send me an email. <laughs> send me a letter. Uh, haven't got a letter in a while. Those are always fun, right? When you get a letter, actually sit down and read it. Pretty cool. Uh, anyways, I'm going off the rails here. I apologize. Uh, I'm extremely caffeinated and I want to thank you guys for that. Shout out to my patrons and donors who have, uh, kept me caffeinated all these years. I got an email from Connie. Shout out to Connie. She wanted to let me know that today is National Drink a Beer Day. It's uh, Thursday, September 28th. I didn't know that. There's also a National Beer Day. It's in April. So there's two days, it seems like, devoted to drinking beer. It's pretty cool for beer. You know? Anyways, you should drink a beer today. I'm going to drink a beer at my show tonight. Uh, and it'll probably be a stout because I just love stouts. I know not a lot of people like stouts. Everybody drinks IPAs these days. I find them to be a little bitter. So I've always been a stout guy myself. So I'm going to have a stout and celebrate national drink a beer day. And I, I think you should too, while you listen to weird AF news, it's a great way to listen to weird AF news, especially on national beer day. So enjoy that. Um, what else? Well, if you want to support the show, you know how to do it. Go to weirdafnews.com and you can buy Jonesy a coffee, which I might, instead of buying a coffee, I might spend it on beer, just giving you a heads up there so um, so you don't feel tricked, all right? Just 
Full disclaimer, your coffee purchases might be used to purchase beer or other chemicals. That's what's going on. You can also join the Patreon from my website, weirdafnews.com. That's another way to support the show. Or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News. And uh, lastly, if you would like to call the show and uh, leave me a voicemail, the number is 646-450-2012. I'm going to attempt to publish some phone calls after this. Um, I might not be able to have time to do that, uh, depending on how many messages are in my inbox. Um, sometimes I'm a, I'm a bit overwhelmed in there and I don't have time to get through them all, in, in which case I'll just publish them tomorrow on the Friday episode. Anyways, I love you, and I want to let you know that I'm always wishing you good good luck with your life. I almost couldn't get that out. I'm always wishing you good luck with your life because I love you. Hey, Jonesy, why don't you tell the kids about that time a girl drove several hours to visit you in a Wichita, Kansas prison, bro? That's what we want to hear on Weird AF. That's what we want to hear, bro. Jonesy, you're very smart, even though you went to public school, you should give yourself more credit, you know. I mean, you're always curious. You're always asking questions. You're always looking up things that um, you're not very sure about. And um, you are very well-spoken. Did I say that already? Uh, But, yeah, you should give yourself more credit. Good luck with your life, man. Hey there. Hello, fellow weirdos. It's Michael calling from Iowa City, and I'm calling this day to remind you that there are only three days left to International Podcasters Day on Saturday the 30th. Today is Wednesday, Saturday, or Wednesday, September 27th, and if you'd like to show your appreciation for Jonesy as our favorite podcaster who brings us Weird AF News uh, and this wonderful five-day-a-week podcast, you can show your appreciation by calling him at the show, 646-450-2012, and get his address. I'm sure he'll give it to you. He can text it to you or just give it to you some other manner, maybe email it to you, and you can send a gift to Jonesy. You know, he loves coffee, loves sweets and treats, and... uh you know, you can send whatever kind of a gift to him that you'd like. Uh, there are the usual manners of, of uh, giving, which are the Patreon. You can join the Patreon on a monthly basis for as little as $2 a day. Uh, pardon me, $2 a month. And uh, there are other higher giving levels if you'd like to do that. If you join at the $2 monthly level, that's just a dime a day, as I like to say. That's pretty cheap entertainment. And, uh, boy... Where else can you be entertained for a dime a day? You know, uh, you can show your appreciation by the other methods. Go to the weirdafnews.com website, and you can click on the banner for Jane Jonesy a cup of coffee, and you can buy a full cup or multiples, and at the same time, you can leave him a message. You can also click on the PayPal button and make a monetary donation to Jonesy in any amount that you'd like. So the newest method to show your appreciation for Jonesy is to hire him via cameo.com slash comedian Jonesy. And 
he'll record a message for you for maybe someone you don't think so much of, like maybe a boss or, you know, maybe you've got a, an enemy, a nemesis in life, and you'd like to have Jonesy uh, leave a message for them telling them your amount of this despicable hate for them or take this job and shove it to your boss. Uh, or maybe you've got someone that you really think a lot of that you'd like to give a, a graduation message to, maybe a birthday or an anniversary. So there are many, many methods of showing your appreciation for Jonesy. You can just tell a loved one or a family member or a friend to listen to the show. Uh, and so these methods are all appreciated. Hello, this is Professor Philip Wadsworth Jones, and today in the sound of silence, I'm asking, did you know that today is World Dense Breast Day? No, you didn't know? Well, let's avoid making the booby jokes and saying things like, oh, I like my breasts dense so that they're stand-up and perky rather than saggy, flabby breasts. No, no, no. We're not going to say such jokes as that. Instead, we're going to be very, very serious and say that the density of a woman's breast is determined by the amount of fatty tissue in the breast versus the amount of glandular tissue in the breast. And these things can also be determined by whether a woman has given birth before, as well as whether the woman is taking such things as hormones, such as hormone replacement therapy. Yes, yes. Now, let's get into some of the details of these things. If a woman has dense breast tissue, it may be much more difficult and painful for her to have a mammogram, and it's very important to have those done on a regular basis. Therefore, if she has dense breasts, it may also be more difficult for the results of the mammogram to be read. Therefore, also know that the cancer, if it is present, may be much more difficult to detect within this dense tissue. So, ladies, be aware that cancers may be present that may not be detected. So be very, very aware of this. And since we're talking about mammograms, know that on October 20th, 2023 is World Mammogram Day. So please schedule your mammogram for that day and be sure to have a mammogram done, if not on that day, sometime on a regular basis, if, especially if you have dense breast tissue. Yes, yes, of course. Okay, that being said and done, be aware that, yes, today is World Dense Breast Day and schedule your mammogram. This is Professor Philip Wadsworth Jones saying, have a good day and good luck with your life. Jonesy, it's Paige from Washington. Uh, so I was just listening to the podcast from yesterday about the Georgia Target incident, 
And I think the statute of, like, observing someone without their consent is more for the, uh, like, the stalker aspect of it. For people who are, like, repeatedly observing you without your consent. But, yeah, that was my uh, devil's advocate take on it. Anywho, have a good Thursday. Bye.